The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanfield, beautifully adorned in his burgundy and gold, or as someone who coached a team once said, maroon and black. Yeah. <laughs> team That's right. Color. Looking good. Yeah, with old with old school Washington football team, as they once called Washington Redskins, uh, 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 logos all over his hat and his sweatshirt. Uh, so much to get to. I mean, we could talk about the game with the Eagles. Uh, I mean, why? We could talk about the fact that the only time Jalen Hurts was in danger was when he was walking off the field and yeah, the yeah, stadium yeah. almost collapsed on his on his ankle, ripping up his ACL or something like that, or his Achilles or something. Uh, we could talk about that. Or we could talk about what I feel was a, a fumble on announcing when you're going to announce the new name of the team. I don't know where to start, Kevin. This is the second week in a row where we started this way. Where should we start? Well, let's start with football. I mean, this is okay, a federal okay. football report. And, <laughs> and it, uh, it all is intertwined. You know, that's, that's why you're having such a time trying to determine where to start. Because mm-hmm. it's all connected. It's all – there was a TV show. I don't know if you saw this. It was, it was only on for a season. It was called Touch. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, started a Kiefer Sutherland of 24 fame. And the whole premise was he had a, a son that was autistic, uh, oh. single parent. Uh, his wife uh, was killed in the, mm. in the tower in the 9-11 attack. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole premise of the show is the, the show was narrated, narrated from the point of view from, of the son, the huh. son that was okay. perceived autistic. But the mm-hmm. thing about it was he was perceived autistic, but the truth was he had such a vision. He saw the world, how it actually worked, that he was so advanced that communication was beneath him. <laughs> you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was so deep, man. It was so good. If you ever have a wow. chance to, to go and look at uh, just the first episode, <laughs> two-hour premiere, it was so deep. And the okay. premise of the show is sort of the butterfly, butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. It's like if, uh, if the butterfly flaps his wings in China, it causes a leaf to blow in New York, that type of thing. Mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. premise of this is everything is connected. Mm-hmm. Everything is connected, right? So if you like jump up in the air and hit the ground here, it changes the gravity in China. Everyone is, <laughs> everything is connected, and and the show was was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm saying all this to say it's all connected, and you start with the fact that they lost this game, a game that they should have won, should a have, game listen, that, and had so many players out. Uh, on paper, you would say there's no in the world they're going to show up, and 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 has been the case all year. And honestly, even in the Cowboys blowout, the team shows up. They don't like not play. They don't not try. <laughs> Somebody is trying. But you know what's interesting? The, and it's been the thing all year long. This, they don't make adjustments. The other team makes adjustments at halftime. Oh, yeah. And this team does it for some strange reason. And, and the play calling in the second half was just atrocious. It, it was just so many things. They call like 
like tight end screens to the, the third string tight end and mm -hmm. and throwing five yard passes when you need 10. It, it was just mm -hmm. bizarre. So I'm the connection here with the name thing. Um, if I, I, I put it on Twitter uh, at Stanfield, Kevin, at, uh, at some point during the week, it, it was brilliant on the part of the marketing department of the team to bring it out just the, now and make this announcement because now that's what 98% of the fan base is talking about. They're not talking about how inept the offense was. They're not talking about how the defense acted like they didn't know that Jalen Hurst was a mobile quarterback or how right. they gave up <laughs> on third and 18, they gave up 19 and a half. You know, they're not talking about that. They're talking yeah. about why is it the name Red Wolves? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, that's one so, way of looking at it. So that's I'll a brilliant move on their part. Brilliant. I'll, I, you know, it, it, I'll say this. At least players aren't throwing punches at each other on the sidelines. Oh, this yeah, there's an improvement. This yeah, week. Yeah. Uh, so that's an improvement. Maybe they should let's have. just jump but, into the announcement. <laughs> let's just jump into the announcement because I think the Eagles game is just you know microcosm of the season. There's nothing about the game we don't already know about. The team, you know what I mean? There's nothing that this game revealed about the team. I don't think that we already knew. You know, we already had issues with coaching. Yeah, we are. You know, we already knew that there's a lot of injuries. There's nothing that that reveals anything new about it. Let's talk about this whole thing about the the naming of the team. Three reasons why I think they fumbled it. Number one, February 2nd, if I'm not mistaken, is between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Right. It's just another reminder that you're not participating in this part <laughs> of the season. Like, wait until the season's over. We don't need, you know, another reminder that while four great teams have just played and you got two great teams getting ready to play for a title, that we're not participating in that yet again. And we're focusing on something like, What's the name going to be? Who cares? When? <laughs> when? To, to be honest with you, if this team was winning, there'd be no way in the world you would change it from Washington football team. You'd leave right. it alone because you, they're winning. And, 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 and for no other reason, it's not superstition or anything. It's just that no one will care because the team's winning. Don't care. Leave the name alone. Washington football team will take it. It's just another reminder that, that, that while there are competent teams who are competing for championships – this team's just not one of them. And so we wouldn't, so why do it then? Number two, February 2nd, from, from our research staff here, that's mm -hmm. Groundhog Day. <laughs> A team that has been repeatedly fumbling opportunities to get better. Why in the world, on a day where in the morning, a, a rat uh, for the most part, <laughs> come out of a hole. And if he goes back in, we have more winter. If he stays out, we have less. Why risk the chance of him going back in and saying, well, there's going to be more winter and the Washington football team is going to lose more because the rat went back into the hole. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I just don't get it. And then number two, imagine this. I'm at number three. Imagine this, Kevin, because you've been a Washington football team fan. Most of your life, all of your yeah, life. most, You've, you're, you're life. adorned yeah, yeah. and you're adorned in burgundy and gold right now as we speak. Here, right. Here's the, here's the other point. Imagine, because the team already knows for the most part, knew months ago. I'm I'm assuming what they wanted to call the team. Although if they didn't know what they wanted the name to be, and they just decided yesterday or two days ago, that would play right into the way they've been doing things. But I'm assuming <laughs> they knew already months ago what they wanted. Why not make the last home game the unveiling ceremony? You can do one of two things. Any person who purchases a, 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 or any fan who purchases a, who has a ticket gets a free T-shirt and hat with the new logo and name already on it. Or you can do a party after the game at the stadium. Anyone who already purchased tickets to the game, you get a free ticket to the party. Anyone who 
and anyone else can purchase tickets to the party and at the game, you guys get in and then you get a free t-shirt, you get a free hat, unveil the thing, have a local, you know, it could be the Chuck Brown tribute band, come in and do a concert <laughs> and some other stuff and have Ben's Chili Bowl cater the whole thing. Like you could do something for the fans to announce it at the last home game, but no, we're going to wait to a point where the season has already been over for this team for weeks to announce it, to stay relevant. It's only going to be relevant for may maybe a day because you know what everyone else is going to be talking about? The Super Bowl. Which this is true. Which is not going to be participating in. This it, is true. Oh, it's, it, I don't understand. Like, here's the thing. I'm giving all this advice on this podcast, Kevin, for free. There are people in Ashburn who are making great salaries and they came up with ideas Less better, if I could say that, than me. <laughs> these are great ideas. Why are they paying these people? What I don't get it. You know, it's, it's interesting. You bring up so many good points. The first one, I don't even know if you realized it. We should change Groundhog Day to make it more like inner city relevant. Like, call it like uh, Groundhog Alley. So when the rat comes out, <laughs> if he sees another rat, you got like six more weeks of poverty coming. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, what? If you're in the inner city and you yeah, rat rat hole day, and so if the rats are out, then you might not get robbed trying to get back home from whatever That's right. That's you're right. doing. But if the rat goes back in, chances are you're not going to make it out without Yeah, you're not going to make it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we should <laughs> pass that along. But, you know, I, I don't know about about doing it on the last day because there wouldn't be that many fans there because most of them would have been fans of the, of the other team, right? We don't want them having our gear, right? Here's right. what I think that they should do in conjunction with this. They should have a a a gear a gear trade in. Like people who who have invested money, like I don't know how I got this stuff. I'm uh, you know like you know we are on radio. Uh, I am uh, royally regaled in my burgundy and gold with the the Native American uh, profile of sweat and matching hat. Mm -hmm. I did it to shovel snow. I, <laughs> just cause it's extreme. No, no matter what you say about the gear, you know, mm -hmm. I, I understand the the, the, the meaning to a uh, segment of society. I don't understand that, but it was warm and it was cold. <laughs> out there shoveling the snow. So I appreciate, you know, so nothing personal, right? You know, if I had, I went some NWA gear, I would have worn that too. But right. think about this. Think about they have a giveaway, right? Bring your old hoodie, your, your 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 old hoodie for the retired name. Get a brand new Washington whatever. Get some gear like something yeah. like that. That's well, how you it, make this thing. It's like you said about the whole rat thing in the, in the shelter in the city. It's like how to do the guns trading. You bring in your illegal guns. Exactly. Give you money or groceries and stuff. Right. Right. Bring in your Washington. Bring in your Redskin stuff, and we'll give right. you new the new uh, stuff. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. There's ways of doing this now. I. I but again, you didn't get paid. You didn't get paid for this idea. Okay. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. That's just off the top of your head. There are people who work for the team in Ashburn whose job is to do this. This hey. is what they get paid for, and they don't come up with things as good. I'm, I'm sure that somewhere in the brain trust, there's some dudes that say, hey, you know, I, I don't think this will work just for the reasons that Claude and Kevin are going to mention <laughs> on their podcast, and they'll lay them out, and then they're overridden, right? They say, okay, well, I appreciate your input, but we're going this way. And then you can just throw your hands up and say, hey, I gave it a I shot. I tried. <laughs> I'll sleep well tonight. <laughs> here, here, here's a thought. Let's get two black dudes who were born and raised in D.C. and ask them what they should do. Who <laughs> the whole lives. Let's just ask two black dudes oh, from yeah. D.C. who yeah. followed uh, the team their entire lives. And oh, we can't do what that. They should do. 
we can't do that. It's not what people are used to, so it must yeah, not be right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, <laughs> let me, the last point of how this is all intertwined with the with the collapse, not only the collapse on the field, but the collapse <laughs> off the field, of the field. Now, you notice that most of these people were, were Philly fans, right? And they were trying to get a, some type of way, get a, a touch or, or show their support for Jalen Hurts, who played a, a good game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all the, all, you know, he still had to perform. You know, the defense gave up some stuff, but he had to go and get it, right? Right. And, and a, a segment of the railing that was support, supporting all these probably overweight Philly fans <laughs> <laughs> collapsed <laughs> over the interest of the tunnel, missing Jalen Hurts by, by feet, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and, and being, you know, I've always admired Jalen Hurts because even from what he went through in, in, in Alabama, where he got, when he got benched and, mm-hmm. and his replacement played well, you never heard him complain. I mean, even the transfer Ever. when he went to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. never, never complained. Always mm-hmm. did it with class and style. When 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 they refused to play him in Philly, when um, when the, when the quarterback whose uh, name slips my mind is playing in, in uh, uh, Indianapolis right now, uh, Carson oh, Wentz. Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they refused to play him, then um, never said a word. When they when they put him in the game when he started the game last season and scored two touchdowns in the first half and then got yanked. Thereby giving out. the Washington football team a, a path to the playoffs. We're not Never complain. The playoffs here. We're just right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah. So you know, hats off, hats off to uh, to uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, but but he almost got uh, crushed. <laughs> you know, it was, it was feet. Here's what concerned me about that. And, and well, by the way, things. these these folks fell, you know, uncontrolled, recklessly towards his feet and his ankles. Yes. As a not just a running quarterback, as a quarterback or player, period. That's the last thing you need. How many injuries on the offensive line, and even with receivers, and even Dak Prescott, this was his case last year. You you get these injuries that will end you for a season because someone rolled up on your ankle or rolled up on your foot. This is exactly what almost happened. To That's him. exactly right. Because the right. railing wasn't secure at FedEx Field. Now, oh yeah, but it showed pictures afterwards. They put zip ties up to, to tie it back. Uh, you know, those plastic <laughs> zip ties. But but something else that, that I apparently was the only one who commented on. You know, after he helped the people up, he embraced so many of them, and they embraced him. Mm-hmm. What about all these COVID protocols these guys have been going well, through? That, right, yeah, the social yeah. distancing and the mask wearing and and the vaccinations and stuff. All that just goes out the window. Now I realize what he did. It was a moment of humanity, and you mm-hmm. got to admire him for it. But mm-hmm. shouldn't there have been somebody, some type of team security from the Eagles or? Uh, heaven forbid for the Washington football team staff <laughs> that prevents this from happening, that prevents these strangers yeah. from coming. I mean, it's bad enough the guys you work with who are vaccinated and spreading this stuff around. It's a bunch of folks you don't even know. They just happen to be wearing the same colors you are. Right. Right? Nobody wants them around to prevent the contact. And, right. and, and you know, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Get hurt. I don't want to see anybody get sick. Mm-hmm. I was just expecting any day now to see a bunch of positive tests coming out in Philly. Oh, um, I hope it doesn't happen, but hey. And on top of that, you bring up so many great points. One that starts to me is the fact that, you know, after this happens, there's so many people. There were a lot. I didn't, in in the original video, I didn't see this, but in the second one, there were so many people surrounding him and taking pictures and hugging him and stuff like that. I'm like, this isn't really safe for this guy. Like, 
where is security? <laughs> like, because it's one thing if, the, if if he's surrounded by security, they're pushing him off. He says, no, 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 let these guys in. I'll just take some pictures. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And he, and he's okay with it. He was just swarmed, and it reminds me of how how out of control these situations can get. It, it, it almost reminded me of the malice at the palace. Not that anyone was aggressively going towards him. It's just that when that barrier between player and yeah. fan versus fans who have MVP, you know, have, have VIP passes that can get on the field or whatever, but but that that barrier between Neanderthal in the in the stands, <laughs> as our friend Doc Walker calls him, and, right. and player on the field, when that's broken, ah, that's tough. That's tough. Hey, well, we we, we hope uh, for the best uh, as far as Jalen's health and well-being is concerned, but it has to be addressed. Either this thing is real or it's not. You know, don't mm-hmm. you know, don't don't like pull the CDC and change the parameters like midstream. <laughs> you know, either this was real or it's not. Well, this is my. Uh, I mean, this would be my. Uh, what do you call it? A case test study. I'll be observing yeah. uh, Mr. Hertz and see how he comes through all this, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, and they've got a big game. I mean, they've got a couple of big games. they got a big game next week in Dallas, you know, for playoff position uh, or in Philadelphia against Dallas uh, for playoff positioning. And then, you know, they're in the playoffs, they've clinched. And so if he, you know, because sometimes you can test negative and the next thing you know, a few days later, you test positive. If he's not available for the playoffs, you know, they can kiss anybody. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all she wrote. <laughs> although, because, you know, because you've got James Although Gardner Minshew played, uh, he played, uh, started against the Jets, I believe it was. He had, he had a good game. Didn't he look just like the guy on uh, uh, Dodgeball, the uh, the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> he does. I forgot that Gardner Minshew is the backup, and he's a pretty good backup, by the way. I mean, after that game, by the one you just mentioned, there were people in Philadelphia that were, you know, screaming yeah. for him to be the starter. Yeah, and of course Jaylen, they are. I think that's <laughs> Of course they know, are. But they're Philly fans. They don't. They don't have yeah, any rationale. They don't, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what's happening. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, like I said, man, it's all interconnected, man. It's all interconnected. It's, it's all you know. It's it's the this the intricate patterns, man. Like you know, there are certain things in life that the patterns repeat themselves. And this, the TV show uh, Touch, I was mentioning the same thing. If you notice, a snail's shell. The, mm-hmm. the the circular pattern of a snail shell. Mm-hmm. You take a cross section of a pineapple. They're mm-hmm. always the same. No matter where the, we get the pineapple from, the the pattern of the cross section of the pineapple are always the same. Wow! The dysfunction of this team. It's all connected. Always <laughs> it's the same. Always connected. Always. always. I heard. It's funny you say shell. I heard a uh, a dad joke about a um, snail. It says, uh, "What kind of." Um, what does snails, what do they drive or something like that? Is escargot is what they drive. Oh, escargot. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's the Federal Bar <laughs> Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude Jennings. Coming up next segment after this quick break, we're going to do our uh, America favorite, uh, favorite segment. Fake news or not, is coming up next. Stay close. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with your VA research nugget of the day. Longtime VA transplant surgeon and research scientist Thomas Starzl is widely regarded as the father of transplantation. Although not the first surgeon to perform a successful kidney transplant, he's credited with the first ever series of repetitively successful human kidney transplants. They resulted in long-term survival for patients. He carried out the first of those in 1962. He's also credited with performing the first successful liver transplant in 1963. 
While Starzl's patients succumbed to pneumonia weeks after the liver transplant, it was still considered a huge success and paved the way for life-saving procedures for many others. To learn more about VA research, go to research.va.gov. That's research.va.gov. I'm Mike Richmond. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM on the radio. After the games, anytime there's not a Washington Wizards or Washington Capitals game. <laughs> yeah. Because by the way, I mean, if anything's going to bump us off radio or to another day, it's got to be... You know, Wizards or Caps, nothing else. That's right, that's right. Uh, uh, but, you know, and no offense to any other program you know, on Federal News Network. <laughs> it's just that those are the two that would bump us off. Um, right. And okay. anyway, where you get your fine podcast, he's Kevin Stanford. You can follow him on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. He's a great follow on Twitter. Me, I'm not good. I comment on stuff, but I don't, I'm, you know, he's way better on Twitter than I am. Call J Radio <laughs> is where you can find me. Kevin, it's time now for fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. Not, 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 not. I've got three statements coming out of Washington. Kevin lets us know whether it's fake news or whether it's not. Um, Let's start with the quarterback. We talked about this a little bit. When you look Mm -hmm. at Taylor Heineke and look at uh, 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 Jalen Hurts from the Philadelphia Eagles, the big difference between the two quarterbacks. Now, again, they may their styles may be different, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. But the big difference really between the two is just the organization that they play that they play in. Fake news or not. Uh, I'm gonna say that's <laughs> fake news. I'm gonna say okay. that's fake okay. news because okay. I think I think that that um I, I was kind of impressed by, by Jalen because I've seen him have some bad games, but that was earlier. It seems like mm-hmm. he has improved because he was hitting guys. I mean, you know, he he took what the, the defense gave him. You know, mm-hmm. when, when the guy, you know, that, that third and 18 is what really stands out in my mind. He found the open man. I mean, yeah, the play had to be designed, but he had to find the guy. He had to hit the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his uh, uh, Goddard was, was, was just uh, wearing the guys out, right? But, right. but, in, but in criticism, uh, they played the uh, Washington played a lot of zone, and I did a tweet at some point. They got to get out of the zone because the tight end is just crushing the seams in that zone. They, mm-hmm. they got to. They want the they twilight gotta, they said, zone. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, so I, I think that I think there is a, a difference in talent, but I, I think that the way you utilize that talent makes a difference too. They uh, mm-hmm. they 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 move hurts around quite a bit, and and he was able to extend plays. Uh, you know, just you know. 
throw at the last minute if he wanted to, run at the last minute if he wanted to. Um, now, there is a difference in the organization, too. <laughs> there is a big difference. But I, I think that these are dissimilar talents. I think that mm-hmm. I think that, that Heineke is not being utilized properly. That, that, mm-hmm. Just to have him sitting in the pocket is, is just not where he needs to be. He needs to move around. He needs to get on the edge. And if he has an option to throw on the run, do that. If he has an option to run on the edge, do that. But to have him mm-hmm. sitting in the middle as a target for all the blitzes on the edge and up the middle, mm-hmm. not the place for him to be. Well, see, and here's the thing. So you, you said fake news, but your answer leads me to believe that in your heart, you believe that it's news. Because I think it's news. <laughs> I think it's news. And, and, and by the way, not in the fact that I think Taylor Heineke is compatible or comparable with Jalen Hurts when it comes to talent. I don't think so. I think Jalen is a much more talented quarterback, just from a pure talent standpoint. But as far as a gamer, I think that they both can be successful in the NFL if put in the right position. Like, I don't think Jalen Hurts changes the dynamic of your team because of his natural ability, but I think if you cater to his skill set, he can change the dynamic, the, the trajectory mm-hmm. of your team. Same way with Taylor Haneke. Like, you don't look at him and say, okay, big arm. Um, he's got all the, 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 the natural abilities that we see and look at with the eye. And, and no, he doesn't. I mean, obviously, you know, again, this time last year, he was taking courses at JMU and or Old Dominion, and he's you know sleeping on his sister's couch, you know. So so it's not that, but but it's the fact that if you put him in the right position, I think he's shown that he can do some stuff. There's not a guy in the locker room who doesn't like him. Um, uh, he obviously has heart, and he has and he, and he has the passion to to play. I think that that the big difference again is the organization, you know. And unfortunately for Taylor Heineke, <laughs> you know. His career might have resurrected and then also in with this team. Don't forget, one of the biggest things for me with this team that they fumbled on with Taylor was, was going out and bringing in Ryan Fitzpatrick as the right. starting quarterback and, and having Heineke back him up after he did what he did in the playoffs. I don't remember, uh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, almost beating a Super Bowl win, uh, winning team <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah. I don't remember him ever doing that, no. but Heineke did, right? And the team loved him. So what do you do? Let's go out and get and bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in to be the starter. Because Heineke has been the starter so long this season, we may think that because I was watching um, uh, one of the shows on television and they were saying how the Cowboys look impressive against a bunch of backup quarterbacks. Like, well, Heineke's not a backup. He's the starter. Like, oh, wait a minute. He was the backup. They they had Fitzpatrick in. He gets hurt, and Heineke plays the rest of the way. Right, right, right. So I'm right. thinking, you know, so I'm, I'm just looking organizationally, why not give this guy a chance? Or if you're not going to give this guy a chance, why not bring someone in who on a talent and experience standpoint is so much further along than he is that there's no debate as to who should be the starter? You know, if you're going to bring someone in, don't bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I often call Matthew Fitzpatrick. Because it really doesn't matter which <laughs> Fitzpatrick I mentioned. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't yes. really matter which one I'm talking hey. about, whether the golf Fitzpatrick or the football. But why bring in him? Because, again, to be honest with you, you give Heineke another 10 more years, he is Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's a guy who comes in and shows the magic but can't really win the big. So maybe he's that. But why, why bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick? To replace to, to to start over Heineke, when Heineke can basically do what Fitzpatrick has done his whole career, if you're going to sit him down, why not bring in? I would even understand a Teddy Bridgewater 
or anything like that. Like someone who is just easily, it's just easy to see that this guy's better than him. And you yeah. wouldn't do that. That's why I think it's more organization than talent when it comes to him versus uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, you know, it, I agree with that. But from a different perspective, if you look at this, this game this week, you know, Philly had gotten to the place where they were because of their reliance on the running game, which we thought was going to be the identity of this team. We talked about and it with Julie Donaldson, said, hey, will this team get cute and stop running the ball and start throwing it again? A, None of was, us thought that they would. Well, that's exactly what they But Philly, on the other hand, uh, Washington committed to stopping the run, but what that does is it leaves gaps elsewhere in your defense, and a good team will find those gaps. Once you It's a chess game. You commit to stopping the run, we're going to have to beat you with the pass. You know, mm -hmm. you know, how often do you hear them say, we're going to make the quarterback beat us with his arm? And Jalen Hurts did that and his legs. And yeah, then they yeah. fell back on the running game. It's, it's fine if you hold somebody to 2.5 yards per carry as long as those aren't touchdowns. And that's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what was happening with, with, with Phyllis. So, yeah, I, I understand the, the, um, the issues with the organization, but Someone still has to drive the car, and, and I yeah. think that I think that Hertz and Heineke are are two separate pieces. Now, I, I think that both of them can be effective if you design the offense around them, like you said with Hertz. But I don't think you can take Hertz and put him in this mess and hope it'd be better. Right? Yeah. No, it'll be a train wreck. Yeah, it'll be a train wreck. All right. Yeah. Fake news and not statement number two. Speaking of the organization. I was watching the football team. We talked about the name change a little bit earlier in the first segment. Let's talk about it here. Uh, without a doubt, they're going to fumble the name. Fake news or not? <laughs> I, I think that I think that that's uh, I think that that's news. I think that <laughs> I think they're trying a little bit too hard right mm -hmm. now. I, I mm -hmm. think that it doesn't have to be a grand production. And, and I think that's where they're going to mess it up. If they just came out tomorrow morning with a press release and said the new name is so-and-so, boom, that'd be it. And then, mm -hmm. you know, let the chips fall where they may. That would be one thing. But I think they got this grand thing. It's almost, I don't know if you remember, remember when uh, there was two things on, on TV, like live TV, two specials. One was when they opened up the vault from the Titanic <laughs> and to see what was in it. And the other mm -hmm. was when they opened up Al Capone's vault. And, and 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 both of them they opened up. We sitting there watching, and it was like a a TV remote and a, mm -hmm, <laughs> a, mm -hmm. a shot glass from Niagara Falls or something like that, right? You know, anticlimactic <laughs> wasn't the word. Uh -huh. And so I think that that with, you you can only build this thing up so much, and then it's, it's a letdown. They're going to do it on the Today Show because the true announcement is only going to take what. 15 seconds, <laughs> you know, right, right. the name is green, boom. But, but, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to have to manufacture some buildup and, and, and why do and, it on the, on the today show? Like, I mean, I, I understand why the today show would reach out, but why would they even do it on the today show? Why would the team want to do it on the today show? You know, I lost my train of thought because I looked behind you and that sculpture you have on your wall. Mm -hmm. We have the same thing in our living room. And our family this room. right here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to the show. We'll talk about it later. Back to the show. <laughs> For those watching on CTV Channel 76, PG County Public Access, you can Amazing. see... Amazing. Matter of fact, keep talking. I'm going to take a picture so I can show my wife. Keep talking. Yeah, no, you should. That's so funny. So I'm That's looking so at... Funny. So we know it's not going to be wolves or red wolves. And, yeah. and, and given what we've seen so far with the little three stars or whatever like that, I feel like we're headed for Armada... We're headed for admirals. 
uh, maybe Centennials or Commanders, and all of those are losers. All I, of I hope I hope it's something like Admirals or or Armada, like you said, something water based, because then there'll be the pride of the Anacostia, right? That's that's, right. You know, that's my stomping ground. That's right. <laughs> pride of the Anacostia, but right, Anacostia right, River, right. brown though it may be. The At Anacostia this point, Park. Red Hawks Woo. may be the best, or Red Tails, but nah. I don't want to see Red Tails, man. I think the cheapens the Red Tails. I think that's like that's well, gratuitous, now right? Hear, you know, now yeah. I did hear a friend, a, a friend of mine, said that he thinks because it's February second, Groundhog Day. Maybe it's Red Hogs. Like maybe they do a tribute to the hogs, and it's Red Hogs. I don't know, man. Nah, I don't think it I is. Don't think I think, so. yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I but just hope there's not, you know, and maybe it's Red Tails for Black History Month. What do you think? Yeah, you think maybe, they do that? Maybe, maybe you think maybe they would do Red that? Tails Black, I don't know. I hope not. Well, <laughs> I here, hope here's not. the thing. I, I think for sure that they're going to fumble this. We're not going to yes. like the name. The way it's unveiled is going to be bad. Like, it's just not, I don't, I have no faith that they're either going to, they're either going to do this right. <laughs> maybe they bring Spike Lee in to announce it <laughs> in New York, you know, who knows? Oh God, now, by the way, going to be bad. But here's the thing. Well, getting in this new name and a new logo and all this stuff, it's not going to make you throw away any of your Redskins stuff, is it? No. Yeah, you keep warm, man. And 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 in your heart, this is what the team is, right? Like it's not going to change anything for you inside, is it? Now let me mention because you mentioned that this is something I saw on Twitter, so you know it has to be true Mm -hmm. that uh, that there were fans that were turned around because they had on the 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 logo gear with the with the profile Native American face and. They, they were turned away at the gate to say that they couldn't wear their gear in the stadium. This is wow. what was on Twitter. So it must be true because it was on Twitter. So I'm going to reach out, you know, in, in our role as the best podcast in the DMV, I'm going to reach out and ask some of these people, maybe even invite some of them on the show to see if 100%, this was true. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he, well I, here's the thing. If, it, if it's the Washington team that I grew up watching, I, there's no way in the world that's true. If it's the Washington team that you grew up watching and been a fan for, <laughs> right. there's no way in the world that right. that's true. Right. But this is not the same team. This is a different <laughs> owner. It's, not, it's, oh, it's, it's a so whole not. different program. I mean, it's possible it so that that not. happened. We should, you know what? Yeah, we should reach out to those folks and see if that actually happens. If it Absolutely. did, oh, I'm that's just confirmation. Take that as my assignment. That's right. Yeah, there you go. There you I'll go. wear this hat. I wear this hat when I ask. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just to let them know we're on the same team. Man. Yeah, we're together in this, brother. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Fake news and not statement number three. Um, the NFC East has been unique in the fact that there's been a new champion every single year for I think the last 15 or 20 years or, so, or something like that mm. uh, with this team, uh, with this division. There will be another NFC East champion next year, 2022. It will not be the Dallas Cowboys. Fake news or not? That's news. I'm not even sure it's going to be the Cowboys this season, but... <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell, but but no, I think I, I think that's I think that's um, news. Uh, you know, you got a so, first year. So does coach. this mean does this mean that you're counting on maybe the Eagles dethroning them, or do you think I was just about to say? I was just about to say you got a, gonna be you got a first year coach mm-hmm. in in uh, in Philly who's still learning how to drive this thing, right? You know, it depends on how how he embraces the off season. And, 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 you know, he was, you know, he was bold enough to make the move to make Jalen Hurts his, his starter. It depends on how that relationship continues to grow. 
Uh, they've, they've discovered the running game. They got a great tight end. The defense is still with Fletcher Cox is still a baller, right? You know, they get a couple of more uh, players there. Let, let's see. At least it'll be competitive. It won't be like a, a, a one horse race. Um, mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is the burden and goal. It, it, it's just a matter of turning a couple of things around, a couple of key positions, Scott Turner, uh, Jack mm-hmm. Del Rio. Um, you know, we're just a Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio away from turning this thing around. But uh, but at least now there's a there's a, a clear target, and and that's and that's the Cowboys. You know, it was anybody's division at the start of the season. Uh, now it's the Cowboys. Clear. I mean, that's that's it. Right. Got to got to beat them boys, as they say. <laughs> well, the, um, well and, the, and again, the, the whole proposition is whether or not we think which team is closer to dethroning the team. I mean, I think. I think last year, if you look at, okay, the Washington football team won the East, and then you say, okay, well, which team is closest to dethroning them? You could easily look at Dallas and say, hey, if Dak is healthy the rest of the year, there's no reason to think that Dallas won't win the East. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's clear, you know, um, next season, if, you know, if all things are equal all the way around as far as Dak being healthy, um, the Eagles being who they are, Giants, are, I mean, dumpster fire. The only difference between the Giants and the Washington team is the fact that no one on the Giants, they're not fighting each other on the sidelines. Did yeah. you, by the way, did you see that kind of low-key jab at the Washington football team that the Giants yeah. head coach Joe Judge did? Where he yeah. said, we're not a, a total clown show. We don't have people fighting each other on the sidelines here. I mean, we just, you know. Yeah, what, yeah, what was that about, man? I mean, you know. <laughs> he was hey, trying oh, to deflect attention. Yeah, this is exactly what he was trying to do. We're bad, but we're not as bad as those guys. Yeah, come on, man. You're an NFL coach. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, so now, you know, now we'll have to fight them. I don't, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. The, and, well, and, and by the way, I haven't heard anything with the Allen and Payne thing. Do you think that, and I think I think Payne is up for a contract or something like that in the offseason or next yeah. year. Do you, what do you feel about that whole situation? Oh, uh, yeah, I think that that was over with. I think that um, um, there was a time in this town uh, way back when when George Allen was the coach and, and, and guys actually got to watch practices all the time. There will always be reports of fights. And George Allen said, I know – that it's been a good practice if if we, if they were on that edge if they were on edge that much they would fight each other. I know that <laughs> you know I know it's a good practice. So there used to be fights in practice all the time. I mean, yeah, just you know it was so many cameras and it happened on the uh, 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 on national TV. So I, I think that that's blown over. Not saying that they wouldn't consider trading one of those guys. It, it depends on how they feel that the Chase Youngs. Um, Rehabilitation is coming along, and if he can improve, you know his uh, his performance. So they got they, they got depth on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. They got mm-hmm. Tim Settle. They got they got a couple of those guys uh, with uh, more than one uh, name. Uh, <laughs> right. they, they got Ionitis. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they got guys that can play. So I wouldn't, you know, that those guys are would they would bring you a pretty penny if you decide to trade them. But I don't think they trade them just because they think it's some kind of. 
personality issue or conflict or anything like that. It's, right. They, 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 I just don't trust them to make a trade like that. <laughs> well, in this day, them. in this day of um, of you know all kinds of side shows and things like that, Jake Paul and the such. Do you think we could pay these guys to get in a boxing ring and fight each other <laughs> and do some kind of, you know, uh, pay-per-view no. situation where they No, they might accidentally land a blow. You know, we don't want that to <laughs> Right, there you go. Well, that's fake news tonight, everybody. Coming up in the next segment, Kevin and I will close out the show. You're listening to Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, and anywhere where you get your podcasts. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, Federal News Network, 1500 AM and anywhere where you get your podcast. As we close out the show, Kevin, uh, we had a, a little bit of snow here in the, in the DMV and things went nuts, uh, particularly on 95 South uh, near Stafford, I believe. And uh, so there were there was a tractor trailer by a tractor trailer, six tractor trailer tractor trailers in one accident, and people were stuck on ninety five uh, somewhere upwards of twenty five hours. Uh, the only thing that seemed to be more dysfunctional than the Washington football team was the Virginia government and Department of Transportation's response to that. And what's so funny is you hear, and not funny, funny because I wasn't in it, but and and also yeah. funny because everyone seemed to be okay is that yeah, they were yeah. saying, oh, well, we couldn't get folks out there. Even, you know, the governor's like, and the governor's on his way out the door anyway. He lost the election. So, you know, right. he's like, well, even if I would have dispatched the National Guard, it would have took them 20 hours to get there anyway. Or there was nowhere to get to the people. You mean to tell me there's absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing you could have done in 24 hours to make this situation better? To me, that's not like that doesn't excuse it. That makes it worse to like to believe that there's a local government in the United States that couldn't alleviate that situation in less than 20. Like the only thing we can do is just wait for the weather to get better and then people can get home. <laughs> there's not a helicopter we can land just north of the accident site to get people at least from their cars into other cars and take them to a hotel. Like there's nothing this state or this country could have done other than to leave people there. Like, I don't, I don't believe that. Like that is, that is more troubling news to me than anything regarding this whole fiasco on I-95 South. Well, you know, I like to relate stuff to, to television and movies, right? Mm -hmm. It was a uh, Southbound. Um, I don't know if you are, are you familiar with the show Highway Through Hell. It no, comes on the Weather no. Channel and it's a reality <laughs> TV and it's about a guy who has a, a fleet of of um, high-end wreckers 
and tow trucks in, in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, you know, in treacherous situations. And, and that's what it's about every week. A tractor trailer, jackknives, he's got to get a certain special truck in because they got to turn the load over. Uh, sometimes they have to unload the truck and then they have to have one uh, 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 winch to pull it off of the side of the road, whatever. Uh, that's what they do on a weekly basis. So in lieu of getting these guys from Alaska to come down, <laughs> I was thinking since they blocked the highway, the, the, why didn't they just approach it from the south? I mean, in the in the northbound lane, I mean, the southbound lanes, they right. could have gone to Richmond and just mm-hmm. gotten in those lanes, plowed that way in right. the opposite and turn direction. everyone around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they could have, yeah, yeah. They could have, <laughs> you know, approached it from, have one group coming from the north mm-hmm. and, and plow everything behind the, the uh, backup. Then have mm-hmm. another group coming in the same lanes from the south, mm-hmm. plow all that. Mm-hmm. Then pull them out one at a time, right? But <laughs> to just say, oh, we can't get there. Oh, why can't you get there? It's a whole road right there, and you got the plows. <laughs> you got Kevin, the, you know? Again, again, there are people in state <laughs> capitals who are making decisions, and they couldn't come up with a solution. It's the same way we talk about there are people in Ashburn who couldn't come up with a better re- way to unveil the, the team's name than we did. We're literally coming up with better suggestions on how to do this. I'm just wondering, what if they, we, we live in a virtual world. What if, when they hear all this stuff shutting down, say, hey, in an hour, we're going to do a Zoom. We want everyone to jump on and give us your ideas and the best ones we're going to do. And why they not? That, they would have heard not? from people saying, hey, why don't you do this? Like you said, if everything is shut down anyway, just move the shutdown further down 95 where there is no uh, 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 stoppage. And like I said, plow up to the accident site, clear out one or two lanes, have everyone who's in it turn around, and then come again northbound, clear everything out north of the accident site, clear it out to it, and have folks split out right out of there. Like there's a way to do this. It's just to just to, to say, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. I, well, nothing, I, I don't know. Well, you're, you're the governor. It's going, it's going to take the gym, the the, the uh, coast guard uh, to at least twenty hours to get out. No, it won't. It won't. If you put some folks in helicopters and get them out there with some shovels and we try to just try to clear some stuff out and get at least get people out, you can transport people. This happens all the time when there are bad accidents and you got to helicopter people to hospitals. All the time. People to hotels. Like, you you can do something. This, I re- I'm reminded on a much smaller scale, um, back in, it must have been like the early... 2000s. I was uh, working on the John Riggins TV show, which happened to be in the same building that Federal News uh, Radio occupied at the time up on Idaho Avenue. It was, uh, it seemed like it was like maybe late November, early December or something. And it was a freak snowstorm that happened during the rush hour. Mm-hmm. And normally, that. which would have been, uh, it would have been a, like an hour commute for me turned into three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And because it, no one expected it, there were cars on the road, they couldn't plow, and there was just nowhere like the Southwest Freeway. You don't think about that being an incline until you're stuck in the snow on it, right? Back to trailers. <laughs> and it just happened to be like one of the circumstances. My oldest two were away in college. My uh, The youngest daughter had made it home. They missed school early. She had made it home. She was there. My wife worked in Tyson's, and... She works for real people. They just gave them hotel rooms and told them to stay. Mm-hmm. 
You know, <laughs> they went across the tights was with the ball. All the secretaries were with my wife. They like my wife and three of the secretaries had like a, a sleepover. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, so so it was just me <laughs> out there. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I, I what, what really uh, saved me doing this, I had a couple of bottles of water in the car and I mm-hmm. just kept sipping on the water. And, and, and I was fine, but, and I had to exercise patience, but, um, one thing I noticed from, from yesterday is that people just don't know how to drive in the snow. Apparently these, tra- I mean, first of all, you got six tractor trailers together and mm-hmm. all of them just don't have an accident at the same time. They must right, have been right, right, right. following too closely, driving too fast and not knowing how to maneuver in the snow. You just can't drive in the snow. Like you can't a regular vehicle. I'm sure none of them have chains or any of that stuff on. But you know, it's it's snow, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's it's, it's not like driving on a country road. And, and you know, that, having said all this, once you're in the mess, there's there's nothing you can do but be patient, man. I just feel for those people, the ones that were in the, the in the car with kids, for instance, and and. Why were you out? The, why were you all out there anyway? What were you doing? Right. Out there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why mm-hmm. were you there? You know, what I mean? you know, if you had to go, you had to go. But why? Here's here's one thing we also got to mention, man. I mean, the 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 weather forecasters hit this one on the head, but they've missed so many of them. I think that people right. just didn't, believe, just didn't believe that they yeah. were right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I know it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant being out there. Um, uh, you know, and you know, at least they could have like downloaded the federal football report off podcast one and mm-hmm. had some entertainment, yeah. right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Laugh through their misery, right? You know, laugh to keep from crying. But where were you when all this was happening? So my wife's birthday is January second, and so we Ooh, took a happy trip to here. yeah, we took a trip to um, the Salamander Resort in Middleburg, Virginia. Uh-huh. It's a um, man, a Sheila Johnson spot. Um, mm. And so, yeah, we had a great time and, and we, you know, we, we, we weren't in a rush to get back to the city. And so we, we didn't have to check out till Tuesday. We stayed Sunday, the second on our birthday through Tuesday, the fourth. And so by the time Tuesday, the fourth hit, we were good to go. Now, the way we get to the Salamander, cause it's not necessarily 95 South. We take the Dallas toll road mm-hmm. um, out. And so we go an entirely different way. So we were good. And, and we were just sitting up looking out, the balcony <laughs> to a winter wonderland and had nowhere to go, nothing to do and just ate and watch TV and relax. And she had a couple spa days. And so we, cool, cool. Yeah, we, we had a great time through the, through the snowmageddon number two or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's yeah. I was referring to snowmageddon. Number one is what I was referring to mm-hmm. uh, when I was stuck out there and I don't particularly mind. I've spent, I spent a lot of time in new England. I mm-hmm. spent some time in Chicago um, I, I know how to get around in the snow. Then there's, you know, anyone who gets stuck with a, a front wheel drive vehicle, I, I don't understand. I had to help dig out a guy driving a, a, a van, a little minivan, like a cable uh, repair guy in my area. <laughs> he just didn't know how to. I had to go out there. I spent, my wife said, look, don't help anybody out. I dug, I dug three people out in front of our house. She said, no, that's enough. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because my wife says similar things. It's so funny because a lot of single ladies, Love, well, I want a man who's nice, help people and do this and that. And then they marry a guy who will help people. They're like, why are you helping them? Like, don't, I don't want you helping, don't help anybody. It's like, wait, but most people want someone who's going to help. Uh, I don't, you know, yeah, <laughs> we go to this, why are you so I, nice to people? It's like, why am I, I so nice? Completely. Usually yeah, that's but, a value. I don't. <laughs> and, and, and I'm digging, I'm digging the people out and telling them what to do. And they, 
And the first thing you can't do, you know, listen to this Federal Football Report, people. This is a snow driving 101. Mm -hmm. Once you start moving, don't stop. Unless don't you stop. have to. Don't stop. Do yep. not yep. stop. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I get the guy going, and he's going up a hill now. It's a slight incline, but I dig him out so there's pavement so he can get a running start. Once he gets that running start, his momentum will carry because he's got yep. the weight of the vehicle. Just keep but going. Once he stops, he's, he's there again, and he just starts spinning. <laughs> and I had to tell him, don't stop. Whatever you do, don't stop. Don't stop. And the second guy, my neighbor, was yelling at the guy, don't stop. Yeah. Well, it's like so, P. Diddy. I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. Like, don't stop. Like, what are you stopping stop. for? Don't, don't stop moving. Stop Keep on moving. moving. Don't stop. No. Isn't that the other song? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, yeah, sold the soul. Keep on moving. Yeah, don't stop. That's yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... Okay, we could spend a day on this with a low, man. It's just, yeah. you know, I, we were inside. I, I've been waiting to, you know, we had so many uh, uh, Christmas decorations up near the fireplace. I couldn't find that bad boy, but I, I was ready this time. I had mm -hmm. the fire. I had it primed for when I went out there. So when I come back, I just take off everything right there. Not everything, but, but yeah. you know, the boots and the, the <laughs> it snow It is a family and, show, by the way. Yeah, it is a family <laughs> show, right? And um, me and the dog. <laughs> me and the dog by the fireplace like a Hallmark card, right? I didn't know you, you had know. a dog. You have a dog? Oh, man, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, it was my daughter's dog in college. Oh. Uh, she has, she adopted this four-week-old chihuahua. Of course she and, did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and they brought yeah, the so dog back. They brought the dog back. <laughs> and the dog, like, he was an alpha dog. But he was very cool, right? You know, we had mm -hmm. another dog at the time, an older dog, who since uh, departed. But, uh yeah, he was an alpha dog. He said, he told the big dog, he said, man, we're going to run this joint, right? So <laughs> they did. They took over the neighborhood, right? You know, everybody mm -hmm. in the neighborhood knows the dog. Sometimes this is the truth. Sometimes, like, we'll let the, we have an open yard, no, no fence, and we'll let him out in the backyard to do his business if I don't walk him. Sometimes he'll just walk himself up the, up the neighborhood, up the sidewalk, <laughs> the same <laughs> like, path he normally walks, turns around, and comes back. And comes back. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but doesn't do snow well, right? Too too low to the ground, like a, <laughs> like a European car. Too, he's too low to the ground. Too low to the ground to do snow well. Well, there you have it, folks. This is the Federal Bar Report. It's Kevin Stanfield. Please follow Kevin on Twitter, Stan, uh, at Stanfield. Kevin, I'm Claude J. Radio. We'll catch up uh, next week. We're wrapping up the season and heading to the NFL playoffs yeah. with more beautiful analysis of uh, right. most teams. And we'll take you right up to the announcement. The announcement yeah. of what yeah, we, we got to have Rodney on next week. The last game, the Giants. Right. Yeah, right. we, we got to have Rodney here. His snow adventures and, uh, and uh, you know, commiserate, if you would. <laughs> yeah, commiserate. There you go. <laughs> it's the Federal Football Report, folks. We'll be back next week.